Welcome to the gear, S-L-U-M, where we redefine guitar culture nonsense. Take your vitamins, put on some new skin. It's time for a special edition of Summer Romance. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it deep inside so you don't have to. Gross. <laughs> Gross. That's right, folks. Today is Incubus Day on the oh, Gear Slum. Yes. <laughs> Talking about the seminal album, seminal <laughs> album, S-C-I-E-N-C-E, a.k.a. Science by the band Incubus. You can tell how bad this album is going to be just by looking at the cover of a floating what? face. How dare you? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's a floating face above in so front, of the, in front of the this... periodic table of elements. <laughs> it is, yeah. I want everyone to know that this was Phil's contribution to this effort. Yes, this is an album. album more. <clears throat> so I'll say this for for our for our hardcore listeners who've been listening for a long time, or um, or who've been listening not that long but have listened to every episode in a short amount of time. Yes, right. Uh, who have what's that dude's name? Cobb oh. Goblin. Yeah, well, there's up. another guy more oh, recently, yeah, you know, did recently, a new friend. Oh, I'm sorry. Man. <clears throat> sorry. Totally blanked. You mean our new friend who cob- gobbled the... Yeah. Cob- cob- gobbled up. Yeah. Oh, cob gobbled cob- all goblin. the episodes. Um, Noah? Was it Noah? No, it was not. No. Noah's been a listener for very long. Noah's been around for a while. Sorry. Sorry, Noah. Um, I know he's Canadian. I know he's Canadian. Um, so, if you've been listening for a while, you know Michael that Cartwright. Michael Cartwright. Thanks, Michael. Hey, if Michael Cart is wrong, I don't want to be right. Mm-hmm. So, Michael Cartwright, I'm sure you know that I am a true Incubus fan. Have been since <laughs> 1997, 98. You still, have, you still have frosted tips just to prove it. <laughs> uh, now, the re- so last night, Cole said, Phil, you have to pick an album. And I panicked. Honestly, I saw the, I saw the message and I panicked. And I was like, no, I don't no, have enough like, time. This is the easiest thing. It's like pick an album you know. So yeah. You still don't no, have no, no, no. any hey, work hey, as hey, is hey. your want. Hey, hey. So <laughs> he says pick an album. And I panicked. And I said, no, I don't have enough time. And then he says, just pick an album that you know really well. And then I l- blurted out via text, Science by Incubus. Okay. And then both of them laughed at me no but like here's my question why do you know an album that is so awful that well it's so awful phil he doesn't because he's admitted that he didn't realize it yeah was you forgot you thought you were telling us make yourself i'm pretty sure no that's not true i knew i true incubus fan my butt listen 
Listen, <laughs> Make Yourself was their, the album that came out that was... It made that Had a bunch of radio hits. Maybe not themselves. a bunch. A couple radio, slit, had radio hits. Several radio hits. And in my 19-year-old brain, I was like, hey, man, the cool stuff is before they got really famous. But that can't, that holds true. That's like thrice. Like Illusion of Safety is a very good album, even though it was before Artist in the Ambulance, before they got big and everything. But like this album is hot garbage. Okay, I'm just telling you what was going on in my panicked brain when you said pick an album. You didn't have to panic. You could have said, let me think about it a second. Yeah. Why? It was like, like last night at like we're we're your peers, <laughs> Phil. We don't we don't hold any like dominion over you or anything. We aren't we can't give you a bad grade. That's true. But okay, so here's so here's I'm, what I I'm did. buying that thing, by the way, right now. I'm thinking like what? The guitar. <laughs> Are you buying the white one? Yeah. Buy Doing buy three of them and send them to us. I mean I can. Do it. <laughs> I don't I'll, Phil, I'll, you're hardly in a position to be telling people to do things. Do you want me to have it shipped to you or you want to pick it up at your local store? It's not in stock at my local store, so just ship it to my I'm house. sure it's not in stock at my local store either. Okay. How can you talk? Okay, so right. anyway, carry on. I'm thinking I had Make Yourself by Incubus. I listened to that a few times in my car. And I got down to some of those songs, you know. You got Drive on there, which is good. You got mm. Pardon Me. You Pardon got, me yeah. while I burst, burst into, into flames. flames. I dare sing one hook from Science. It's like, <laughs> that's one of the hooks. And then it's like, <laughs> they're doing this like faux faux record scratch thing with a flanger on it and like yeah so i started playing the first song (laughs) on science and i'm thinking like okay i know this album but phil must know like the deep cuts and this is going to be good and it's going to be like i said like the illusion of safety for thrice you know and i start playing the first song and i genuinely thought like i accidentally had another song like another tab open already playing like some crappy Red Hot Chili Peppers song. And then this started playing over the top of it because it was just assaulting my ears with garbage. And, and then I realized it was just Incubus that I was listening to. And I thought like, oh, well, this is probably like the first song on an album a lot of times isn't representative of the whole album, which is weird. Like, why did they choose that to be the first song? But this song was very representative of the entire album. Because the entire yes. album is just aggressively <laughs> assaulting you, orally. I honestly, it it felt like, um, listen, like did someone create this album now just to troll me? Because I have to yeah. listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone, some somewhere, somewhere, someone at some point listened to a demo of these songs. And decided to give these people a lot of money to record them. Yes, music was so stupid. It was insane. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I don't know. See, okay, so that album was, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know enough about how this happened, but I, I know that <laughs> that album was not. Um, they toured that album back in the. Uh, 
family values tour days. Okay. Um, so that was when that, this album was like in circulation was like the heyday of that family values. Um, maybe not the heyday, but like, right. You know, that was the, that was the time period and make yourself was like, obviously less, um, aggressive. (laughs) Right. Uh, and tamer in, in most directions. It sounds like Limp Biscuit and 311 had a, a baby and then abandoned that baby in a dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) you're forgetting, you're forgetting Primus, dude. No, don't even bring Primus into this. You don't think that you don't listen to that that. and go, Oh, they really liked Primus. I feel like I'm not saying that. I mean, I think they sound like a, a terrible version of Limp Biscuit and Red Hot Chili Peppers to me, but I guess Red Hot Chili Peppers and 311, like there's a thin line between those two. Like Whoa. light can barely pass between it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> between these early stuff. Red Hot Chili Peppers and 311? I don't know. I mean, this sounds more like Red Hot Chili Peppers to me than 311. It's a little okay, bit of so- the funk, but then a little bit of like the rap. The rap is more 311 style rap. Yeah. Than- well, but that's, I mean, that's Red Hot Chili Peppers, too. Yeah. And what actually, I got you now, to get to put it in you. But I'm saying it sounds more. Yeah, the like style of rap. Yeah. Yeah. But here, and here's what's interesting is you said, um, you said Red Hot Chili Peppers. And now that I'm thinking about it, like Red Hot Chili Peppers has put out a lot more albums. They've been around longer, but they, they put, put out, out more albums, albums. But like they moved in. Incubus and Red Hot Chili Peppers moved like in the exact same direction, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, I'm older and I'm not as like, I'm not as angry and like mosh pity. Well, it's like every punk band does the same thing, but their early stuff isn't complete nonsense that I hate. <laughs> That's true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you said, Phil, we're your friends. <laughs> Why are you afraid? I was your friend back and here, last night. Last and night, this I conversation is proof of why why I panicked last night. <laughs> but but like you could have just chosen a good album, though. I mean, that That's was true. an option. Well, do you not are you not are familiar options. with any good albums? Lots of things are <laughs> like good it, options. It worries me that I would ask you choose an album that you're familiar with, and this is the first one that comes to mind. <laughs> Like I'm okay with you being familiar with this album, but the fact that it's the first one, that's trouble. <laughs> that is that's crazy talk. <laughs> it's like I've listened to a lot of crappy music in my day, but uh oh my gosh. it's not the first one I would say. That's too good. <laughs> and then there's this one song on there. I had it I had it pulled up here. Summer Romance, mm-hmm. and then in parentheses, Anti-Gravity Love Song, which is yes. like, what are you even doing? Um, and it was like, okay, at first, and then the guy starts singing, and he's doing this weird thing with his voice. It's like, <laughs> he, they couldn't. When it's we like, get there. It's like, and they went to lay down the vocals. He was like, oh, this song that. actually sounds like it's at risk of being good. Let me ruin it with my singing. <laughs> And he did. And he did. 
I will say the one song which I wrote down was Deep Inside, which is kind of okay when I was listening to it. They chose to put that song as track 11 on a 12-track CD. (laughs) Is there only 12 tracks on this album? (laughs) Yeah. Did it feel like more? so long. (laughs) Well, it feels like more and also less. It feels like one, like, hour-long song. Yeah, because, like, the first eight songs feel like the same song. Like they're completely, and I know that's like the complaint that people make about punk music or any genre, you know, country or whatever, but like, it's actually true in this case. The stereotype is true. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. I panicked. I'm sorry. I picked this album. (laughs) It's okay. I'm sorry. It's it's a fun, like, no, the purpose, (laughs) listen, the whole purpose of this thing is to have a fun conversation. And I feel like this has been a fun conversation, even if it's been at your expense. (laughs) Sometimes that's even more fun for me. Of course it is. Of course it is. Now, let me say this. I was thinking it was not that this is the only album that I have committed to memory. I was thinking a big part of it was we did two albums that were very, very similar. And then an album that was very different than those two albums. What was the first one we did before Bush? The stupid Counting Crows. Oh. Not stupid counting crows, just the counting crows. No, 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 but no, no. Those no, no. aren't that similar. They're just similar in the time they came out. I feel like there's, there's, there's a lot. I of... mean, when you consider like the whole span of all music, yeah, yes, pretty similar. Yes. So those are 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 you would you would find them in the same like yeah you on hear the, them on we the same radio about station yes on the same Pandora stations. Uh, then Lord is very different than those. So then I was thinking, okay, this has to be something. What's one that you something. couldn't find on a radio station because nobody wants to listen to it at all, ever? It has to be something life. that's very different from both of those two things. That was what I had in my head. <sighs> that's a lot of thinking for panicking, Phil. <laughs> Seems like that's a little retconning there. That's a little Greedo shot first nonsense. Believe what you want, Cole. That's some, that sounds like Greedo shot first to me, Phil. Oh, dare Greedo shooting first. Don't you dare <laughs> use that. Uh, I'm sorry to use Star Wars against you. Do but not. everyone should go listen to this album because it's, <laughs> like, music evolves pretty slowly over time, you know? <laughs> and it's crazy to think, like, it's crazy to remember a time when this was an acceptable album that would be it was, played but, on radio. But it was not, though. I don't think any of these songs were played on the radio. I guess not. But that, but they got a record deal that allowed them to make a whole bunch of songs that did get played on the radio. Yes. So it is How crazy. We... But see, here's the and Oh, this is what I was trying it's to say. It's like the frog, like, like that analogy where you put the frog in the saucepan and you heat up the water slowly and it never notices. Okay, but like this is what I was trying to say. is like, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, the, the difference between this and then uh, Make Yourself and then make yourself and morning view is like the same like this very dramatic um uh, i don't know though because like blood sugar sex magic magic has under the bridge on it that's on blood like, sugar sex magic yeah wait is that the dave navarro one no i don't he was not on that. Blood album, Sugar Sex he? Magic is like their their first big album. Yes, true. It's the one that has. Oh, I'm thinking of here. like Mother's Milk, maybe. It has. Uh, Breaking the Girl, Suck My Kiss, 
What's Suck the one with like the, their four faces on the cover and like yeah, that's, that's that blood shatters face. Yeah. It is, and that yeah. has under the bridge on it. Uh, yeah. There's apparently a bonus track that's called "They're Red Hot," which sounds like, you know, like if Red Hot Chili Peppers was a movie, that would be the song playing over the credits or whatever. If it was an '80s movie. But yeah, that that is their first. I mean, they they probably had albums before that. Holy crap! It's their fifth studio album. Jeez. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But see, here's the thing. On there too. They started. No, they started yeah, in is. high school, and did like. They did like four this, albums of like ridiculous like party aggression. Yeah. So this came out in ninety one. It was like punk jazz crap. Yeah, and Anthony Kiedis. Holy crap, Anthony Kiedis is fifty-seven years old. <laughs> they were like pretty old in the nineties already. Well, they've been yes. making music since the eighties. Yeah. Yes, that's wild. Did you guys not listen to the the episode on Are You Talking about them? Yeah, we did. Did you li- yeah. like because because it was yeah. I because I, I thought it the was the lead singer of uh, Incubus is. How old is he? Yeah. 10 years younger than that. I'm thinking he's 47. He's 44. Oh. Okay. He's only two years older than me? Weird. Younger. <laughs> he's only 10 years <laughs> younger than you? His, he's only 10 years younger than Phil. Fun fact. The lead singer of Hoobastank is Brandon Boyd's little brother. Who's Brandon Boyd? Oh, the the singer, the singer, frontman of Incubus. Incubus. Why does it say Cornelius? Am I right? I think I'm right about that. That is so weird. And under the personnel, it says Cornelius Jawa, but then if I click on Cornelius, it goes to a Wikipedia article for Brandon Boyd. So they have. I think that's. Like, that is, I think that's just them. They just have like band having a personas. Laugh. Like they couldn't. They couldn't bother to make masks and go the full. The full Slipknot, so they just came up with stupid names for themselves. They're just having a laugh. Just taking whatever. the piss. Just taking the piss. <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. But honestly, go back and listen to this, because it was, like, surprising. Because, again, like, even, you know, we talked about with that Bush album, there's a lot of very heavy songs on there, but then there's also some light songs. Like, this this keeps it at the same level as aggressiveness, the entire album. Yes. Now, again, I think illusion of safety is a good example of that too, because it's the same way where like there's, you know, thrice's early stuff. There was no mellow stuff whatsoever. Yeah. They were like a hardcore punk. Yeah. They were a hardcore. Yeah. They were a hardcore band. Yeah. I'm, I am, I, I am really bummed that we didn't do, uh, make yourself or even morning view. I mean, realistically, like, I'm not, I don't think anyone should cover any songs off of this album because they're all terrible. <laughs> Although there's, there's a chance you could completely I don't think anyone ever it. has. Like change the, yeah, like, can you imagine someone getting up at an open mic and singing one of these songs? Yes. Just with an acoustic guitar? Yes. That would be ridiculous. That's exactly what Phil wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> You've musically terrorized our podcast now, Phil. <laughs> not even yes. with music, though, but just with choosing music. Yes. <clears throat> I respect that. 
But like, do do covers of any Incubus song. I don't care, dude. Stupid. Pardon me. I'm gonna cover one of these songs though, just to make you guys subject you guys to it. <laughs> just learn all the raps to it. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to do you have to do like the covering, uh, the record scratches with your mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> covering a rap song isn't easy. Like you can't just print out the lyrics. You know, you have to. No, like, you got to practice it. and yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, the That's cover funny. of it is so dumb too. Who is that on the cover? Do you know? I, I have heard uh see here's the thing. I started <laughs> started listening to Inkyos back in the very early internet days. So like trying to find information was, you know, shoddy. I now I'm curious. I could go I'm sure everything is very accessible now. I I heard I heard that it was Brandon Boyd's uncle, but then I also heard that it was a a porn star that the band all admired. Um, from the oh, 70s like john holmes and like then looks i heard like, it looks like it could yeah be and similar. then i heard well, that it just because he both. has like a porn stash or whatever and then i heard that it was both okay so do you want to know that the actual answer yes the man on the the man on the cover's name oh the man on the cover Cornelius. his name is charles chuck mulholland <laughs> that's a great he's name. apparently on some other like there's a picture of he was kind of their mascot like for a while they, his face yeah they 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 used his chuck's his life likeness. story has been discussed by the band of fans like but no one can really figure out the truth of who he is Ooh, or if serious. that's even his name some say it's a photo of, of his of brandon boyd's dad oh okay dad music photographer chuck boyd but it has also but it hasn't been proven uh brandon in a very old interview said chuck in real life was an advertisement model for cigarettes and also a gym teacher and also the voiceover for sex education movies. <laughs> this like this is a quote from this article, but they seem like they're bullshitting the entire interview. <laughs> <laughs> like way to do your due diligence. Oh then. my gosh! Uh, he's a morphed object created from all the faces of the members of Incubus. But this is like back. It's not like they had Photoshop or like readily available Photoshop. Some say they've seen Chuck at Incubus concerts. This is actually like the most interesting part of Incubus now. Now that I know that there's like this mythological creature <laughs> surrounding Incubus, like this, the band is now somehow interesting to me. Whoever Did you choose is, this just because of that, that lady that made the COVID video? Stella? Talking about, talking about yeah, Stella talking about Demon semen? people getting semen from Incubus, Incubi. Oh, yeah. No. Did she use the word Incubus? No, but Dude, that's Stella what was Incubus in your head, is. Man. Yes, it is. You know what's weird, though? So we were talking about, like, they went kind of, like, more softer mainstream after this album. They kind of reverted a little bit, right, when they did that um, Curl After the Murder, and they had that megalomaniac song. That was a little bit more Well, they kind of went aggressive, back. right? Well, here's what happened. They shifted they- from... Probably like from Limp Biscuit, but then they went back to Lincoln Park when Lincoln Park was coming back. No, no, no. It was it was this. So like the the album Science has like one mildly mellow song on it, right? We need to and call then, this segment of our podcast the album science, by the way. And then the album science. And then everything else everything else is like super aggressive and an onslaught on the senses. 
and then it shifted this to, album really needs a producer like a it shifted producer. down to yeah. um by the time it got to morning view there's like one heavy song and all chill songs and mm-hmm. and i would say a crow left of the murder is i i want to say there's only one or two heavy songs and it's a bunch of chill songs maybe the they thing, just like were and here's what's here's what's sad here's what's sad year. i'm guessing they they make make yourself and drive is the most popular song on the album it sells a bunch of records as a result and they're like okay and it's a legitimately that's what good, sells. like it's a very good song that's what sells so we'll make more songs like drive and we'll make less songs like um the entire you know, album of science yeah like a certain shade of green <laughs> or new skin. <laughs> but wouldn't that album come out in 1997? Dude, their first album is called Fungus Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think this one is hard to listen to. Oh, man. Now I have to go listen to that. Our, for all sure of I'm our like super watching fans. watching a YouTube video in my other ear, though. Okay, but Cole, this is, the reason I said Primus and you got mad at me. If you listen to Fungus Among Us, it's like way more like, oh, we just love Primus so much. I mean, even just the freaking album title sounds like a Primus album. <laughs> Fungus so, but they're like kids at this point. Like Brandon Boyd is 19 when, the, when this album comes out, Science comes out. So it's Yeah, not... they, did, they did Fungus Among Us in high school. Jeez. Okay. Like imagine if they, like they're definitely not going to stay the same as when they were in high school. To- true, yeah, but, but yourself... like I think it's kind of like it's like a feedback loop, right? So like if if you're looking at the numbers and drive makes a bunch of money and then you're married and you've got kids. Well yeah. Like, okay, There's, let's do more drive songs. Like, they made drive because they like they wanted to make that, you know. It's not like they hated that style. Well, There's yeah, a, but like it's like anything. It's like, oh, I've got lots of different interest interests. But, yeah, but oh, you follow yeah, for sure. I'm gonna follow the freaking money if my kid needs braces or whatever. <laughs> Right, but they also had a song on on uh, "Make Yourself" called "Battlestar Scrolachica." Yeah, I was just trying to say "Scrolachica." Scrolachica. I was just trying to interrupt to say I, that because it I makes think, me hate I think them so much more. Every that, song on that album is like so straightforward: "Stellar," "Drive," "Clean," "The Warmth," and then "Battlestar Scrolachica." And it it has okay. It is very much like a a. DJ Scratchy. It's just like a jam oof. track. Yeah, just like they yeah. did. It says instrumental. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Instrumental, quote unquote. Don't you dare. So, but this had like Stellar, Drive, and Pardon <laughs> Me were all huge hits. Right. Yeah. And then what were their hits after that? Wish You Were Here was a big hit. Nice to Know oh, yeah, You yeah. was a big hit on Morning View. The thing I appreciate most about you choosing this album, Phil, is that it's nice. Like, I feel like a lot of these music discussions where we talk about, you know, the trajectory of bands or like our history with bands. I haven't heard many of those from you. And it's cool to hear about a band that you felt strongly about, even if their early stuff is not above reproach (laughs) and could probably be canceled in today's you know world. So, I'm sure there's many well, cancelable offenses elevated on the album taste. science. How old were you in '97? Like, there's about the same. Oh, you said you're two years younger than him, so I was in '97. So I you would were have been like, like 16, 17 when this 19 stuff came out. 1920. No, 
In, in 96, I was born, 18. Though? Yeah. In 78. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So you're like 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I, I accept that. <laughs> I have a... I also have a funny, I have a funny story. I don't, uh, should I tell the story? Yeah. Okay. 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 It's funny. You should. Okay. So here's the story. Damn well so, better be funny. Um, so I have a girlfriend in high school. You have a girlfriend in high school? <laughs> Phil, Lucky. that is illegal. <laughs> Are you Andy Dwyer? <laughs> Andy Dwyer? It's not Andy Dwyer. She works at, where does she work? Coldstone? <laughs> the yogurt something yogurt shop she's a part-time yeah. yogurt yogurt engineer artist or something <laughs> oh, man. so uh she we break up except what does he say they knocked over a mailbox or something yeah we sorry anything illegal <laughs> so knock over some mailboxes with their friends so we break up because she moves away to call it to college she goes to santa Bar- santa barbara and um uc santa barbara and um she becomes a big sugar ray fan give your dog what it wants aaron (laughs) i don't know what it wants well to stop talking about incubus she wants me to stop podcasting (laughs) okay so she she moves away to santa barbara and we kind of sort of keep in touch and it's kind of sort of awkward and where did Um, you live i lived in redondo beach She's like two or three hours Redondo away. Beach, LA. Uh, okay. So, um, we're we're definitely broken up, and but we're like talking every once in a while, right? Uh-huh. Then she and this is before texting. She, like you wouldn't have broken up if she hadn't moved. Yes. Which sucks. Yes. Then she calls me and says, "Hey, um." I don't know if you're interested now. And she knows I'm like a massive, massive Incubus fan. Okay. She calls me. She says, I don't know if you're interested, but um, there's a, a small venue on campus and they, they have like, you know, bands play regularly here. And I saw on the list that Incubus is coming in a couple months and I can get, um, I can get you um, a, a ticket with my student discount um and i was like rad and i'm thinking this is awesome i'm gonna go see my favorite freaking band in like a small venue um because at the time they were like also doing you know uh drugs like (laughs) festivals and stuff festivals yes yeah huge yeah warp tour or whatever warp tour and yeah uh, family values and stuff like that um so so i was like totally and she's like okay cool um she's like here's the date and blah blah so then um as it's approaching i talked to like a few friends they're like wait so are you going on a date with your ex-girlfriend and then i was like oh i don't know like and you're like no i'm going to an incubus concert yeah exactly i I was like shut up about it here's the thing (laughs) i want to see this band and i'm i don't really care like about you're like i'm even okay with it complicating our relationship it means i get to see this band that i really want to see yes now so i didn't i was too like nervous to like ask her yeah obviously explain to me what what this is because i didn't want to mess it up because i really wanted to go see the band 
right? So I get there and she's like, oh, this is my friend, Matt. Oh. <laughs> and Which I'm like, like, it's like, oh. I pictured this going bad, but I did not picture it going bad in that way. And that's even worse than that. I was hoping it would go there. And then like, I think. <laughs> no, I'm saying in, from Phil's mind. Oh, for, yeah, like, yeah. I was hoping I might get to just make out like, <laughs> you know, non-committal make out. But now this went bad in a totally opposite direction. So she says, this is my friend, Matt. Anticipate Matt. And, and then like when he wasn't, I want to, I want to say that when he wasn't there, like when he left for a second, she said, we're kind of together. Like it was like awkward in a sense like, that like, wait, me and you or you and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then I was like, I was like, oh, uh, okay. And, and you know, he, he was very nervous to meet me. Um, Cause he thought you were going to beat him up. Well, just because I, you know, I get, I was the ex boyfriend. I don't know. But so like, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, this is really weird. And I was like, well, um, I think he was like, dude, this guy knows so much about incubus. (laughs) No, it gets better. Cause I was like, okay, this is very strange. And I'm now I'm thinking, please just hand me my ticket so I can like leave. (laughs) Ditch you. Yeah. I don't hang out with you all night. And then she says, okay, so, um, Matt, do you have the tickets? Plural. (laughs) And And I'm like, what and then he goes yeah and he opens up his wallet and he's holding three tickets oh three tickets okay and i was like wait what so So i'm going to a concert so your ex's boyfriend paid for you to go to see incubus well no i paid him back oh for my ticket but like (laughs) like the it is still weird though because you've like i've been to concerts like that too there was never any ex-girlfriend involved but it's like we all bought tickets together, but do we really have to like stand by each other all night? Or? Exactly. So thankfully it was like not a seated situation. And if you can, I'm sure you could surmise based on the style of this music that it was a very mosh pity kind of a show. Ugh. So I it like instantly like, but it was I like just mosh like, pit with like spiky frosted tips. <laughs> so I just like instantly like shoved my way up to the front in, into the, you know, into the pit. I bet you are formidable in a mosh pit. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm a wuss. I'm, okay. I mean, who's this know? guy with the Mr. T haircut? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not have a Mr. T haircut at the time. So it was like a two hour show. They, oh, at this, at this show, I'm not sure what time of, I could probably figure out very close to when it was. Yeah, you should um, go on like, uh, you can find like old concert info. You probably even find the set list of it, dude. Dude, I want to say it was very close to Valentine's Day. No, <laughs> which complicated things. Like when she told me, what oh, year it's was like... it? So this would be. Do you remember what year in school? Eight. Oh no, because it would have been ninety nine. If I had if. If it was February, it was March sixth, nineteen ninety nine. Is it? Was it really in Santa Barbara at UCSB? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You want to oh watch the show? The whole show is here on YouTube. What? <laughs> Dude, I'm totally. Dude, I, totally I hope watching. you can see the back of Phil's head at the front of the mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! It's not that big of a venue. I bet I bet I I bet I'm in I'm the crowd. You the link to the YouTube video. Oh my gosh. Yes. We definitely need to have to post this. 
Oh, oh my dude. gosh, this is so amazing. Okay, so I, so he in, in the Do, show. Does this sound familiar? California old school. What is the venue? I don't know. It says Incubus Live, California old school, nineteen ninety nine. I I have no I don't know anything about Santa Barbara at all other than my ex girlfriend graduated there and her very new boyfriend at the time who then she married. <laughs> no way. And, yeah, they're married. They're both doctors and they have kids. They're oh, both wow. doctors. <laughs> yeah, it's a great Jeez. story. It's like she spent her whole life trying to rub it in. <laughs> we yeah. did it. All right, you're happy. They literally they had they had just they had they had just gotten together. Doctor Matt. Dude, dang that the yeah. There's a good chance because the angle is from like the side of the stage. Yeah, there's a good chance your face will be in here. Oh, dude, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing for the next 42 minutes and 41 seconds. That's it's only that long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they Live played for California like old school 1999 footage is from David Levine. Is that a buddy of yours? <laughs> so listen, to, do you want to hear the set list? That's her boyfriend. I'm just kidding. Her, her boyfriend, Matt. Doctor, her boyfriend, David Levine. Dr. David Levine. Footage by Dr. David Levine. Esquire. Uh, so, Helicus, Helicus, New Skin, Crowded Elevator, You Will Be a Hot Dancer. Oh. Dude, so here's the thing. Oh, the Summer time- Romance. That's a song I like. Redefined. <laughs> Summer Romance. So, the, the- Alone. It was mostly you would you guys would have hated the show because it was mostly fungus among us and science songs. Well, and then yeah. I think it was like they're like, "Hey, this is from I our new album." Know that to know that I would have hated this show. Okay, <laughs> fine. The record. Fine. But Although like, I would have liked to be there to experience the tension between you and and your ex's new boyfriend. Yes, to be a fly Dr. on the wall, Doctor David Levine. I felt I felt zero tension. I mean, I, it was awkward Dr. for me. David but I like, <laughs> I, and but we didn't hang out. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. You like? I think went we did get. Ways pretty I think we did get dinner before, like at a burrito place. But then it does make you like. It's like a weird, like you get why she did it, and heck, like maybe part of her felt guilty that like it sucks we had to break up because of this. But I'm obviously happier now because I'm with this guy who's going to be a doctor. But like. It, back then, you could have just gotten the tickets. Like, was there any reason but she, she got had student to get the discount. tickets for you? Student oh, discount, bro. Student discount. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, because it was, it was like on campus. Saving me oh, eight well, bucks then, or something. Then, yeah, this is totally, then all of this makes total sense, and it also <laughs> sucks. <laughs> she saved me $8. Yeah, and then it's like. And I drove hey, like two and a half hours I'm going to, to the, the show. front of the mosh pit, and then I'm going to stay there until like 20 minutes after the last song ends. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm <laughs> sure still, they also played in still LA. Still looking actually. forward towards the stage, so I don't. <laughs> So there's no chance I'll make eye contact with you. Is there a side exit here? Somewhere? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god! We all drove to the so show weird. together in his tiny car. Yeah. Oh, and like at some point, at some point, uh, my ex girlfriend says, um, "Matt doesn't know Incubus very well, but he's a really huge Corn fan." So oh, he knows that. Come on, Matt. He knows, like, he started listening to this Is he album. A proctologist? When I, to- <laughs> when I, it was something like when I told him about how how much you like this band. Um. Also, and I don't know who did this first, but 
He probably said something like, well, he has good taste in women. He must have good taste in bands. He's definitely not. That, that sounds kind. like Matt, a freaking jerk. He he's not the kind of guy that talks like every every bad guy in an in an eighties every boyfriend yeah, in exactly. an eighties movie. Did it was it like someone else was there and and you were you and her were like talking and then they were like I thought they broke up and then they were like she broke up he didn't no <laughs> <laughs> that's why he drove to Santa Barbara. <laughs> Is that a is that an actual that's, quote from Karate from Kid? Karate Kid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did. He did it. We just watched that movie with Josiah. It was so rad. He was like screaming at the end. He was like, no. Yes! Yes. When he sweeps the legs? Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for the spoilers. Is that yeah, what exactly. happened? That's Karate Kid, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. I've never so seen like Karate Kid all the way through. So fun fact. Really? I've never seen Karate Kid, Phil, just so you know. What? <laughs> Cole. Repeat it. Yeah, Cole. I know, because you didn't. <laughs> I was expecting more of a reaction from Phil. I was expecting more disappointment. I said, Cole. I said, Cole. Cole. Okay, I so, says to him, I says. So Adidas, the corn Adidas song uh, and is a all day I dream about sex. Is that yes, right? Yes. Okay, science, the incubus science stands for something also. Uh, like, oh, no. Okay. Google it. No, Somebody we have Google to guess. It. Do you know what it is? I did at one point in Solitary. time. Is it music? Is it music related or is it like all day I dream about sex? No, it's stupid. It means nothing. You don't <laughs> want to know. I do. You'll, you'll do. never do. guess this in your entire life. I'm going to be angry. Sailing catamarans is every nautical captain's ecstasy. <laughs> Ugh. They started with the word and then forced an acronym on it. Now, okay, That's did they do it to make fun of corn? Sometimes we just sit around and come up with these things for laughs. In other words, there's not just one meaning. It's just food for thought. That's not no, food it's, for thought. It's not food for thought. That's the opposite of food for That's thought. That's not what food for thought means. Oh, my goodness. That's um, yeah, that's like the who butt stank thing, you know, which yeah. is his little brother, dude. I, I think, think we can all agree that seriously for once. That's not his little brother. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Is it really? <laughs> I love Aaron just refuting it with no basis. <laughs> no, it's not. Come on, Phil. Is it really? I said, said it that like, like 20 minutes, 20 ago. minutes ago, but it, I thought that was like a. You said that was, I thought you said that was like a rumor. No, the rumor was about the dude on the front. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Huba I mean, everyone knows that Huba Stang. It's not his little brother. No one in there is named Boyd. Whoa. Maybe he changed his name. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> no. Your internet lagged for a Doug second. Rob. Your internet lagged for a second and then it sped up to catch up and it was right when you said that. So you're like, it's not a little brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> <in> boy. <laughs> like calm How down, Aaron. Jeez. How are they? Also, related? they're not related at all. <laughs> Shut up, Aaron. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> How are the bands? How are the bands connected? Why do I believe that make, the bands because they're sound because they both make garbage music. <laughs> Because Hoobas Tank, it sounds like a little Incubus, like Incubus Jr. 
that's literally why. Uh, oh, and the the guys kind of look similar, I guess. Let's see. Brandon grew up in Calabasas. Also, uh, sorry to refute your other. Uh, oh, he was the lead singer of the band Audio Vent. His cousin Berto Boyd, an accomplished fl- flamenco guitarist. See that I could get into, and composer. Yeah, what? I ought to look Wait, at Berto Boyd. Who's Berto Boyd? That's uh, Brandon Boyd's cousin. He's an in an interview. Chris guitarist. Hess explained that the band's name originated from Rob's mispronunciation of a German street name. Incubus's not, name? Not whose butt stink. Oh, bullcrap. Same. In but interview. they're refusing to tell us what the German word is because it doesn't exist. This is like Kufefi, right? Kufefi. 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 Although, to be fair, this interview is from 2011, so. You can't trust anything from 2011. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So it's the band called Audio Vent, Phil. No, hang on. Okay, history. Brother, uh, Doug's, brother, Doug's, brother, Doug's brother is the vice president of BMW Motorcycles and lives in Germany. Jeez. And there's a street out by his house that is called Huba Street or something like that. And before Doug could pronounce the name, he called it Huba Stank. And it was kind of a cute thing. And his brother still teases him about it to this day. When we were looking for band names, it's almost impossible to find a band name that hasn't been taken. Anything remotely normal has been taken already. I don't remember how it came up, but someone said it, and we were like, "Yeah." I like i I respect somebody who's in this stupid band who's willing to say it sounded kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cute thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a cute little thing. We're these hard guys. We we're these hard rock stars, and we named our band after this cute thing. I don't know if Hoobas thinks like hard rock, but I mean, Aaron. Aaron. Okay. <laughs> Audio Vent. So Audio Vent is a third band completely unrelated to. Yeah. I, I mean. Wait, no, Brandon Boyd was an Audio Vent. No, Brandon. His Brandon, Brandon Boyd's, Boyd's younger brother. brother was an Audio Vent. Oh. Boyd. That's what Phil was thinking of. But I don't think they're related to Who Was Stank in any way. Other than no. Fred like, probably played with them or something. And then. And then. Maybe they grew up in the same. Did they both grow up in Cal- Calabasas? I don't Audio know. Audio from Calabasas. Hoobastank may or may not be from Calabasas. If only there was a way to find well, out. Well, they're from Agora Hills. This guy's named Doug Rob. He has two first names. I like that. <laughs> I have two first names. But then, but Agora Hills, you know, it might as well be Calabasas. I think it's pronounced Calabasas. <laughs> like, but Incubus says they're from Santa Monica. Do they really? Or no, they recorded in Santa Monica. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Way to host the SS. All the Hoobastank. This picture from on Wikipedia. This picture Columbus on Wikipedia us. of Hoobastank. They're all very punchable, especially <laughs> the main guy. Uh, Did they okay. go to the same no. high school? No, you just remembered wrong, Phil. Okay. Yeah, because they're significantly you. younger. They probably just like toured together or something. Yeah. It is still possible that they went to the same high school. I mean, anything's it possible. possible. Still, but it's not true. That some of them, maybe some of them did. I'm glad we're correcting rumors on this podcast. Yeah, people yeah. quit the rumor talking I about created. 
how Hoobastank and what's the other band? Incubus are related. Mm-hmm. I wish people would shut up about it because it's not true. I mean, they're just like down the 101 from each other. Don't start with that nonsense. I want everyone to listen to Hoobastank's first first no, big hit. you've already done enough in. damage, Phil. <laughs> their first big hit? Mm-hmm. What was their first big hit? I don't I even think know. it's Crawling in I the Dark. Oh, I was thinking of Crawling in My Skin. That's, That's Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Guys, Lincoln Park's pretty good. The only Hoobastank <laughs> song I really know is The Reason. Yeah, don't. You can't. No. And the reason is you. <laughs> and the reason <laughs> is you. And the reason is Like you're singing out of a hymnal right now. What was their first album? Just the eponymous Hoobastank? They, well, Hoobastank had an album called They Don't Make Basketball Shorts Like They Used To, which is a great album <laughs> of title. Of they did. I have no problem with that. I it's better that than 100%. sailing catamarans or whatever the crap. And 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 Google the image, uh, the album cover of that of that band of that uh, album. The basketball shirt. Basketball shorts one. Oh yeah, because yeah, it's just a bunch of it's just a <laughs> bunch of like super short shorts. Yeah, it's like some basketball picture from the seventies, but it's just cut off at the waist. That's pretty good. It's like Lakers and Celtics. Yeah, I support that. And Hoobastank is spelled differently on that. It's H-O-O-B-U-S-T-A-N-K. Oh. Weird. Hoobastank? No, Hoobastank. Oh, like B-U, like but. That that makes me think that guy's lying even more. Because <laughs> then they change the name to try and get away from that. But We're uncovering the truth here. Yeah, dude. see. Hooba. Can we get together and put on lab coats and stand in front of an official-looking building? (laughs) Do a press release about this? Gun Street Wiring Shop represents a brand-new approach to the guitar wiring market. From their nothing-is-impossible philosophy to their community-first attitude, Gun Street Wiring Shop is the premier maker of guitar wiring harnesses. Based in Central Oregon, Gun Street only does one thing. Make your guitar sound and play better. Bored with your standard switching? Gun Street. Need more options? Gun Street. Looking to nail that classic tone? Gun Street. You want to try something that's never been done before? Gun Street. Sean's always coming up with new circuit designs. He's always down to make something special to fit your exact needs. So hit him up now, GunStreetWiringShop.com. Turn your SG into an OMG, your Les Paul into a More Paul, your Telecaster into a Telestar Blaster. And as always, members of the street crew get an extra discount at everything at GunStreetWiringShop.com. Well, I think we can all agree that we've talked about some good music today <laughs> that we're all very proud to enjoy. Please to enjoy. To Aaron's dog wine for the last hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like a, a creaky gate or off something. And on. And on. She's very bored. Same, honestly. <laughs> all right. Um, you want to start your game, Phil? <laughs> no. Yes. I mean, no. Um, give me one second, and then start your game. Okay. Wait. Why is why does he need one second? 
To shut his dog up, probably. Oh, to beat his dog? Yeah. Hope he muted his mic for legal purposes. Are you not allowed to beat your dog? I don't know. You can beat your friends and you can beat <laughs> your dog, but you can't beat your friend's dog. Is that what it is? That, that's definitely true. Well, it is It is interesting. Like having a dog, you've probably experienced the same thing. Like the whole idea of negative reinforcement for dogs is completely out the window. Mm. Like every dog trainer, right? Like, because I'm sure yeah. you guys watch all kinds of training videos and whatnot. Yeah. Like pretty much every dog trainer agrees that you just like positively reinforce good things. Right, right. And you don't like, you know, hit them with a rolled up newspaper or something like that. Yes, even like, so my Well, dog, you do, you just don't do it and call it training. <laughs> yeah, this is just me getting out my impression. Yeah. We live on the corner house, so people walk by our house all the time with dogs and stuff, and my uh-huh. dog wants to bark at them constantly. And sometimes people think it's a good idea to yell at her just to make her stop. <laughs> Other people yell at your dog? No, like people in the house. Oh, okay. Oh. Sometimes yeah, like they're they're people... telling you how to raise your kids. Yeah, basically. and they're like, stop, shut, and it doesn't work. But what yeah. you do is you let her bark a little bit, and then you say, okay, good job. And then she stops. Yeah. Thank and you. also, like, thank you, you for yelling at her. This danger. That's you're just barking. <laughs> exactly. That's She's just like, you oh, barking. Girl, barking. You're just too. like, oh, we're bark. We're all barking now. Good. I like this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's funny. Have you seen yeah. the? Um, I'm not sure where the the original audio is from, but it's the two dogs that are barking at each other. Yeah. And the one and the and it's like a voiceover, and the one guy goes, <laughs> "What's, What's your, your name? name? <laughs> Tony. What's your name? F you, Tony." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's from some like. They're like across a river from each other. So it's these two guys. I, I was literally trying to find that yesterday. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I saw that that vine going around or whatever. I'm not going to use Toby, that name. What's your name? Ezekiel. <laughs> F you, Ezekiel. <laughs> the, uh, this one video I found keeps going and it's pretty funny. Yeah, there's more to the audio. Um, yeah. They yell more things. If you, did you see this thing that was like this lady was talking about thing, her dad at night? So her dad was like, oh, we're staying at this lake house or whatever. And at night he's like, if I howl, the wolves, like there's this one wolf that howls back to me. And they're like, yeah, whatever. So they go <laughs> at night and he starts howling. And it's like, sure enough, they hear this howl coming back. And they're like, dude, that's crazy. And then and they found out that guy. it was another dude. <laughs> oh, that's yes. so great. <laughs> that I've seen I've seen that same thing where like this so person stupid. was saying they heard their cat meowing from the other room. And so they were meowing back and they found out it was just their spouse the whole time. That's so dumb. That's so good. All right. This game is called Excuse me, Aaron. I'll take it from here. This game is called <laughs> Introduce to the experts, Aaron. The game. <laughs> it is now time <laughs> for the international hit. Excuse me, game. I'll decide when it's time. It is now time. You told me to start. It is now time. Guess. It's now time, guys. That <laughs> pedal review. <laughs> Okay, this first review is as follows. 
It is by D. Boyette. Five Wait, is star that, review. Uh, Dan, Brandon Boyd's little brother? <laughs> oh, that's the guy from Audio Vent. Five star review. Holy carnivorous chorus, Batman. I've said okay. too much. United States, May oh, 27, too much. 2017. The review is, is as follows. This thing chorus? is magic. Soft, wet, swelling chorus tones Ugh. for days and days. Why do you choose In my words? opinion, chorus type effects are difficult to get right. This pedal is a little dark. I think if you like ambient to slightly affected chorus tremolo sounds, this pedal is for you. Update. 2-3-2018. This chorus is no so, longer for me. <laughs> so this is like, uh, what, like seven months later? Uh, still really like this chorus. I haven't tried it through a distortion yet. Now I have. I've ran... Wait, what? <laughs> he said, I... Oh, sorry. I hadn't tried it through a distortion yet. Now I have. I've ran it through a few different distortion pedals. Tried it in the middle. It sounds great. Also, has a Deftones kind of sound when you pair it with a high gain amp. Holds its character and warm, even with the distortions. Still haven't found a better chorus for anywhere close to this price. Is it the Corona Chorus? Uh, no. <laughs> is it like the something called a Carnivorous Chorus? No. Is oh, you see electronic meat, chorus meat box? N- n- no, it is not a meat box. What, Aaron? Is it the Chorus Plus? No. Is it an MXR? No. Analog Chorus? I'm just trying to because you said you said like the Carnivorous thing was too much of a clue. No, I think you said it was too much of a clue because you said Chorus. Yeah. Uh, so okay, we knew okay. what effect it was. Carnivorous. What a stupid word to describe a Um Is it, it's like a $75 or less? No. Oh, is it a is boss? It, no. $100 or less? No. Is it $200 what? or more? Is it Julia? It is a Julia. <laughs> what? The, the Julia. Why is he acting like it's a budget pedal? <laughs> What is he smoking? Oh, guys, I won one for once. Legitimately won. <laughs> 69 points for Cole. I, I was trying to think what of a stupid ones. guess. The one time I jokingly guess that thinking it couldn't possibly be right. It's a Julia? What? Say, say what he says again at, about it being a budget. Um, You'll okay, never find says, it at this price point or something. Still haven't found a better chorus for anywhere close to this price. What? So what are the... those of a better chorus that's like way more expensive? <laughs> yeah, what are all these choruses that aren't anywhere close? Maybe he's saying he still hasn't found one that's anywhere close on the bottom end. Yeah, <laughs> all the other really good choruses are like way cheaper than this. <laughs> <laughs> still haven't found a better chorus for anywhere, for anywhere close to this price. Yeah, that's yeah. so weird. Because how much is it? Like 180 bucks or something? Yeah, uh, this one it's probably like one ninety nine. Uh, yeah, they're. I think they're. They're usually one ninety nine. Yeah, one ninety nine. That's weird. Well, do you think I it's won. weird 
how for like a company to have like most of their pedals at one ninety nine, and then like have one or two that are like one eighty nine or one seventy nine. Yeah, it's weird, right? Just yes, seems like you would just charge the same price at that point. Yeah, you'd think so. Or have every pedal be a different price. Yeah, yeah, or have it be like significantly less, like one forty nine or something. Yeah, because anyone saying like, ah, I would get this pedal if it was 190 bucks, but 200 bucks, that's a little much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, next review. This review is by Artie. It's a one. Artie. 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 Like the two letters, R-T? A-R-T-Y. Wait, is it Artie Lang? <laughs> it's a one-star review titled... Insanely difficult to use and about as user friendly as a rabid pit bull in heat. What? Is RD Lang related to KD Lang? <laughs> yeah, they reviewed the in the United name. States on March third, twenty twenty. What was the title? Can you repeat that again? I'm sorry, I was making a joke for Something Cole about a rabid dog. Insanely difficult to use and about as user friendly as a rabid pit bull in heat. Oh, gross! Mm-hmm. Too much. This is <laughs> this is hands down one of the most unnecessarily complicated devices I have ever bought. I am on day three right now trying to install drivers and get the guitar to sound like a blasted guitar and it's not a church organ. The video for this product produced by brand name does not help and the manual might as well be written in Cambodian because it makes no sense at all. She's trying too hard. Yeah, I am giving this thing just till the end it. of the week, and then I'll be returning it. Cambodian would make sense to someone from Cambodia. Is Cambodian, do they have, is that a language? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't so know. So then a few months later, somebody commented, you, sir, are doing too much. <laughs> Not to be confrontational, however, we did you why did you not get a brand name other product? I have had for two years. It is beyond great, Richard. Real helpful. It's like that new Trump campaign, do something else. Or yeah. It's equally helpful. <laughs> Try something new. Try something new. Is that why didn't you? Why didn't you buy a different product instead of the one you bought? <laughs> okay. Is this or are they saying in addition of, to? So no, drivers. they're saying buy is a this different like one. Is this like a multi-effects thing? Yes. The yeah. way you're the way you're hating on it makes me, or he hates on it, makes me think that it is from um, New Neighbor. <laughs> no. In this level of confusion. <laughs> no, that would be me. Oh, he's not confused by their branding. He's just confused by the actual functionality. Is it um, designed for... It's like a guitar effect? Yes. Okay. By the way, in Cambodia, they speak Khmer. Khmer? Khmer. Guys, Khmer. <laughs> How do you pronounce that? Khmer? Khmer. Khmer. I don't know. Guys, K-H- we're not looking K-H-M-E-R. You never seen that? Like Khmer. K-H-M-E-R? No, K-H-M-E-R. Khmer, like Khmer Rouge. I don't know. Khmer. Khmer Rouge. Khmer. 
I don't know what you're saying to me right now. You don't you don't know what Khmer Rouge is? <laughs> no, I don't. That was like this the Cambodian genocide. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Should we try and guess this guitar pedal now? Yes. I guess Khmer Rouge is Khmer is like the Cambodian word for Cambodia. Not genocide. Okay, so you could argue that they speak Cambodian. Yeah, they also call it Cambodian. They have their own language. Thanks, um, Aaron. I think it is. Is, is it, it a electric harmonics pedal? No. Zoom? No. Uh, Helix? Of some kind? HX Stomp? Is it a Line 6 product? It is a Line 6 product. Uh, Pod, HD500. It is. Is it really? Yes. Is it the ah! Pod HD500 or the HD500X? Ooh, HD500X. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Interception <laughs> from Aaron. I'm so angry right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Last review. Wait, I want to know like, what his your... problem was. Why his yeah, guitar sounded like an organ. I, he couldn't make it work. The effect or something. How's, yeah. He couldn't make like it there work. There was some organ simulator that was turned on. He couldn't, and he couldn't figure out how to turn it off. I wanted to sound like a guitar, not what an did, organ. What did they say he should have bought? The Firehawk? No, the Helix. Uh, oh, jeez. You should have bought this thing that cost $1,500. Yeah. Why didn't you how buy much does it be fire- confrontational? It's like four forty nine new, I think. Yeah, like it's still expensive. New. But it's like a third of the price. So yeah. it's way more accessible. Okay. Third and final problems with your Buick. You should have bought a Mercedes. (laughs) Why don't you? Because those aren't made by the same company. Why don't you just have way more money than you have? They have to be made by the same company. Okay, Phil. Okay, third and final review du jour is Brian. Why'd you buy a Ford Focus when you could have bought a F three fifty? Brian (laughs) Mikami. Five-star review. I will not believe how good this OD pedal is. I, I, will not, I won't. I refuse. <laughs> I will not believe it. I love that title so much. <laughs> is it I wonder if it's I will not believe or is it you supposed to say you will not believe? I will not believe. I just I will I not believe. How, believe. Guys, I will not believe how great this pedal is. <laughs> <laughs> United States, October 26th, 2019. Oh, that's funny. Playing guitar over 40 years, period. (laughs) I use orange and Mesa amps. Good cleans and crunchy gain. Sometimes I just (laughs) need a light OD on the clean channel. And I have tried dozens of ODs over the years. (laughs) Is this an OD pedal? From the basic to boutique. All were okay, and sometimes I'd have to use two or three OD pedals on my board for different flavors. In my opinion, this pedal blows them all away, and it has three very usable tones. What I love is the clarity slash transparency with just the right punch. Light, medium, and heavy, but not fuzzy. Anything heavier, and I switched to the gain channel on my amp. I can't believe the killer tones I'm getting from this pedal. 
for under $100. Oh. I'll try attach a pick. <laughs> I put a small jewel over the LED. Too bright white light. Too bright and white put, light. Too bright white light. <laughs> and, put, and put a Gibson toggle on the micro toggle so I can actually oh, see crazy. which Dude, mod. Like modding this thing. Which mode I'm on. I love this pedal. Selling most of my old OD pedals now. Just sold my Langriff on eBay for 700 LOL. Yeah, this pedal is a keeper. My search is over. Is it from a company that we're familiar with? Yes. Is it Moore? No. 50 bucks? No. Oh, is it the Under 100 Plumes? Yes! <laughs> Bro! <laughs> Holy crap, Aaron. Because that pedal is 99 bucks. Man, we guessed all three of these really quickly, and we kind of tied in the middle one. I mean, I really won. Aaron just freaking... <laughs> I stole I, it from I took it down to the one-yard line, and he punched it in. <laughs> so he sent... He, he posted a picture... Of, of his, his pedal. Yeah. And he's got the... Well, the weird thing is, he's got like... Yeah, so he, he, he switched out the toggle switch, and it's got like the, the little... Um, the grabby knob thing that uh, the plastic... Yeah. Like, he's got that like on the... the guitar. Yeah. The Gibson switch, he said that. I know, it just, it looks... Ridiculous, probably. What did he just like glue like a jewel dome over the light? See, that's not represented in this picture. Oh. It looks like the stock LED. Can you show us the picture? No. Like, send us a link? No. Why? You lost it? I can't do that. Oh my gosh, I hate you so much. (laughs) I cannot. Maybe I should have tried that pedal if it's so amazing before I gave it away. I actually really like it. My brother-in-law has one. I've played it quite a bit, and it's really cool. Well, great for you, Aaron. <laughs> so you should have played it, is what I'm trying to say. Plumes. Small signal shredder. What in the world? Is that what it's called? A small signal Earth. shredder, yeah. That's the full name of the pedal? It doesn't say that on it. It just <laughs> now I'm turning into Phil. <laughs> it does not say a small Don't signal do that. You, on the pedal. You of all pizza. Oh no, he he replaced because the LED and all the other ones is white and this one's green. Oh, Wait, but how he did says you find it's a the jewel. Picture? It doesn't look like a jewel. Oh, he sent it. Yeah, no, I didn't. He didn't send. Oh, I just googled Amazon plumes. Oh, that's the very. It doesn't picture. look like a. Does that look like a jewel to you though? I mean, it depends what you mean by jewel. I was okay. thinking like an on an amp or something. But yeah, it, like it doesn't. It's not an amp like jewel. It's probably just like a little green piece of glass on it. Yeah, like bejeweled thing. Uh, maybe <laughs> oh, maybe pulled it off his trapper keeper or something, or his jeans. Yeah, <laughs> off the back pocket of his jeans <laughs> that he wore to a Hoobastank concert. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a little rabbit smoking a cigarette? Yes. Yeah, so weird. <laughs> or a joint I will or not believe how good this OD pedal is. <laughs> What's the that HCM too? Like what did he high Oh, the toggle goes left to right. Yeah. What does C mean? Clean maybe? 
High, clean, medium. Oh, so clean's the middle. Okay. So he even added like a little label. Right. Yeah, which makes sense. It's like, because it's the middle is like, the middle one is like diode lift and then left one is silicone or, you know. Yeah, or like one is hard clipping and one soft clipping or something. Yeah, so it gets more compressed. The number three is more compressed. What a funny, and then of course he has one of those like pedal... (laughs) Barefoot has little like white markers ones. too. Yeah, he's got the little white dots for his settings. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. This guy loves this pedal. I freaking like it's so great to see like this I, is honest. <laughs> like we read negative reviews for so long. Yeah. It's kind of nice hearing someone that's just like, this is the coolest pedal ever. But here's the thing. It's it. the Julia the Julia that one. Absolutely wacky. The Julia one is what I'm used to. It's like a high end pedal. I mean, you know, can, yeah. all things considered, it's a high-end pedal, and somebody gushing over it yeah. is yeah. not that. It, it's not that interesting. Yeah, because like part of it is them trying to like reinforce yes. their purchasing decision. Yes, but this is like he he does the whole thing where he's like talking about how great he is. I've been playing for forty years. I've yeah. played so many different things. I sold this pedal for seven hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then he's like, "And this is the one I want to keep, and it's under a hundred dollars." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is really cool. Dude, what the heck, Landgraf? Why? Are... I never heard of that, but those things are freaking expensive. Oh, should we Google that? There's one on eBay right now. That's it's listed at fourteen hundred dollars. What? No. What does it even but look like? It looks like a three knob overdrive with like a swirl paint job yeah. on it. That does not look like an expensive pedal. Why is it so expensive? I'm sure they're like handmade or something, and they're probably Still, like hard to get. 700 bucks is so much. Yeah, the price history on Reverb, the yeah, cheapest one is 599. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a single size enclosure that looks like it was just yeah. dipped in a bunch of colors of paint. Like it looks bad. I guess they're like custom made. This one says made for Blues Angel. What the heck, dude? But they look like oh, it's a tube screamer. It's, it's a tube screamer. <laughs> idiots but these paint jobs don't look like they look like garbage yeah yeah they're not good they look like yeah like you're trying to cover up what the pedal actually is yes it looks like you bought a chinese knockoff and then you like yeah you 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 just took the casing and like yeah and just like did all kinds of weird crafty that is things i wonder how much they cost like new so what's the web? Do they have a website? Landgraf. Blues oh my gosh. Listen, look at this. I'm going to read the label on the back. Landgraf custom amps pedals where Jesus is Lord. Uh, what? Uh-oh. <laughs> then it has the phone number and then it says Pensacola, Florida. So that's where Jesus is. <laughs> where Jesus Lord. is Lord at Landgraf. John Landgraf pedals. Okay, here are some of our best-selling pedal makers. Okay, so wow. Well, What's is just, the website? Well, this is just Blues Angel. They're just a dealer. John Landgraf is what you should look for, apparently. How how much do they sell for new? Do you know? Can you find that? I'm trying to, but there's no... Like, I'm trying to click on it on, on this Blues Angel thing. Let's see here. Because this is ridiculous. They look so ugly. 
Hey, John Philip Landgraf is the chairman of FX Network. Really? Different, really? different guy. And he makes guitar pedals on the side? Really? Actually, he doesn't yeah. make them. He paints Chinese knockoffs. <laughs> I can't see where they're actually like made. The only thing I can find is this Blues Angel music, but I, then, they're then made when I searched for Landgraf, it showed me two freaking Google Maps results. What's wrong with people? Maybe it's not that hard to be JHS. You just have to be mildly competent because all the no, competitors see, are complete idiots. <laughs> this guy, all he's doing is like he's he's just creating mystique. Now here's a Landgraph clean boost listed for four hundred twenty-two dollars. It's a single knob. Are you kidding me? For how much? Four twenty-two. What? People, come on! What are you doing to yourselves here? I really like it when we accidentally, <laughs> because of my stupid game, we accidentally Land come up with things that... ridiculous nonsense. Now that, now that freaking blues angel music doesn't even look. Oh, okay. you uh, here's why. John and Rose personally hand built each and every Landgraf pedal from 1999 until John's death in May of 2015. <laughs> oh, but wait. Today, Rose continues the tradition of building hand-wired point-to-point socketed circuit boards that permit her to voice each and every pedal, resulting in a consistency of performance not achieved. I feel like having to voice each pedal would detract from consistency. Yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> like, what consistency? She has to do everything by hand, so it's way more consistent. Yeah. No, actually, machines are way more consistent, first of all. Like, do you think your iPhone is built by hand? I know. That's why they're all. That's why all the iPhones work so differently. Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. Position one: the most thickly distorted. Thickly. <laughs> I'm feeling. Apparently, John was feeling pretty thickly. So <laughs> thickly. Feeling a little thickly here. Highly compressed. Dude, this box. This is bonkers. Did you see this dude. picture on Reverb? It's got like the box and the pedal and the a letter from John, I guess. Mm-hmm. And when you open the box, the inside of the box says, "Jesus is coming soon." What? Good grief! It looks like what are those like rest. the homeless guys that are on the street corner? It yeah, looks like exactly. that, drawn onto the inside of the That's of the a box. Pretty good. It's pretty good. If you want to pay a thousand dollars for uh, for a gospel tract, just buy one of yeah. these pedals. Okay, here's one. Here's a close-up that shows. Oh, oh, this is the one you were talking about. The where Jesus is Lord, made for Tommy's music. Jesus is coming soon. Yeah, inside of the enclosure. That's what this one says. It has John three sixteen written, like on the inside of the enclosure, but on the uh, where all the electronics are, not the bottom mm-hmm. plate. Mm-hmm. And then it has something written underneath all the stuff, but you can't see it because it's covered with all the components. That's so weird. And it's all like breadboard. Oh, this is terrible. Why would you want? Like, there's no benefit to building things this way. It's just like, a machines are so much better. Breadboard. I mean, it's not breadboard, but it's like wafer. It's like wafer. Yeah. Board, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, oh my gosh. Okay, Landgraf custom amps and pedals, where Jesus is Lord, made for Tommy's music. Jesus is coming soon. And then God bless America at the bottom, of course, because Jesus and America are inherently tied somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I, I like these pedals even less than that. 
God's mom is bomb.com or whatever. God's mom dot bomb. God's mom is the bomb. <laughs> God's mom God's is mom the bomb. bomb. God's mom is bomb.com. Seven. Oh my gosh, this one has a whole message. Yeah, that's the one. Oh. Uh, the inside of it? Oh yeah, I see. The, is it the one I was just reading? Must be, yeah. Uh, Did he write his phone number on the inside of this one? The phone number's on the sticker on the outside, too. <laughs> built by, oh my gosh, built by John, and then after John, he puts 316. Like, that's his nickname. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, if, Oz, if, if Built Stone by Cold John, Austin 316 Landgraf. <laughs> they are painted oh with, auto- this one has a whole letter in it. They're painted with automotive paint. So they can be polished with car polish. Why would you want polishing your guitar pedal to shine like a new car? A nine volt battery is already in the unit, so you can just plug and play. Ooh, it's it comes with a nine volt. Thank you. The nine volt adapter jack, adapter spelled with an O for some reason. Uh, Oh, it comes with a letter. Oh, you're reading that. Yeah, like most pedals, input jack is on the right and output jack is on the left. The knobs are left gain because of course there's no words of on of any kind on the pedal. So you just have to remember, left is gain, middle is tone, right is volume. Three-way switch in the down position yield the most distortion and compressed sound. The middle position gives you a very loud wideband width. Boosted to distorted sound. Ugh, that is all just nonsense with no meaning. That position gives you more of a Marshall-style crunch. The down position has the most distortion and least output of the other two positions. That doesn't make have, sense. Have lots of fun with your unit. I don't know about that, John. I don't know how Jesus would feel about that. <laughs> Please don't hesitate to call me if you have any complaints, comments, or questions. Jesus bless you and yours. <laughs> and it's written on his letterhead, which has doves all over it. Oh, my gosh. oh man. That is nuts. This guy. This guy. These units are all hand-built one at a time using the best materials available. With proper care, the unit will last a lifetime. Two words. Life. Wait. Time. What proper care? You know, like, you I gotta know, wax it. Like you wax all your pedals, pedals with automotive <laughs> polish. You gotta clean and shine it. Wait, it's black on the sides. Yep. Yeah, it's only it's like just the, the top, top. What? world. Yep. It's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. It's not and even. And it's the like sides. just freaking wafer board on the inside. It's the most like oh my gosh. This is this is like a freaking high school science project. Or maybe seven hundred dollars for it. Wait, it's like garbage how, on the inside. Look how the wires are bent at right angles. I know, which is like it, somewhat common in hand wired stuff. But it's all like just crappy like plastic insulated wire too. Like at least Did somebody say Wayfair yet? <laughs> no. Okay. Wayfair. Oh, is this a Wayfair thing? Wayfair <laughs> this is a Wayfair thing. Uh oh. Oh, Wayfair board. So much That's money? why it's built with Wafer board. Ooh. Why are they so much money? Yeah. Why is it named John Landgraf? <laughs> Why does it say Jesus is Lord? <laughs> well, because he is, but there happens to be But only there. Only there. Did you guys know that there happens to be a a missing girl whose name is uh John, John Landgraf? Landgraf. <laughs> or where Jesus is Lord. <laughs> no, I was gonna say uh MOSFET boost. Oh, here we go. It's 689 and a half euros. Okay, where does John land? What? Why is, like, the guy lives in Florida. This is being sold. 
the one that I found is being sold at a shop police auction. UK. I'm assuming. Okay. So how many dollars is that? I think it's pretty close right now. It used to be a euro was like one and a half times dollar, but I oh think yeah, it's like one point one eight. So it's eight hundred, eight hundred bucks new. But that must not be new. That must be like a secondhand unit too. Yeah. So stupid. So stupid. Dude, maybe it sounds really good though, guys. The thing that I don't understand is like I'm gonna spend all day watching YouTube videos of this pedal. <laughs> There's just not. I thought you had pedal. to go to sleep, Aaron. I do. Like, I maybe I'm just not good at guitar or whatever. I mean, obviously I'm not good at guitar, but maybe I just don't have a good enough ear for guitar or something. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like guitars, just like play it through an amp and put some pedals. Like it'll be fine. It will be fine. It'll probably sound good. You know. You don't need a freaking Dumble or a little Walter or whatever. But like that dude said, he sold that one to get the plumes, which is a hundred bucks, <laughs> or to keep. Well, the yeah, I would have sold it. That was just a smart financial decision, really. But it says it sounds as good, like at yeah. least as good. Dude, did you notice the output jack or the input jack is TRS? What no. is even happening? Why? I have no idea. What on the picture you're looking at? Yeah, inside the enclosure. Why is it a TRS jack? It's probably just whatever they had laying around. <laughs> I mean, sorry, the the best materials. Yeah, the best materials. It's like, well, this one has a tip and a sleeve. This one has a ring, though. So it's like, well, this one costs better. more. It must be better. That is idiotic. Got that extra piece of metal on it. What are people <laughs> doing? If anyone out there listening has seen or played one of these pedals, let us yeah. know your experience. Because I'm guessing it's the same as basically playing any other it's probably just like a timmy right and well a timmy is at least like a unique circuit this is literally just a modified tube screamer yeah that's i forgot that because that was 20 minutes ago that we stumbled upon that dude my goodness oh the resulting in a consistency of performance impossible to achieve by most other boutique in quotes builders who use printed circuit boards that is the opposite. Like printed circuit boards are more consistent because they're built by robots. I know. What are they talking about? <clears throat> oh my gosh. Your buddy Shane is playing, has a video of playing one. I know. I saw that. The It's in the blues guy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he's like, he's the guy that like talks about how great the PV bandit is and stuff. And he loves like the Joyo. Yeah. 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 He also famously what what's one of the other popular boutique ah oh, crap because he talked about how he bought he bought this boutique tube amp and just could never really get into it oh the amp yeah it was like it was like the same price point as like a milkman or something like that mm. but at any rate I don't know well that was a fun ride guys. It really was. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. Is it over? <laughs> it's right over. It better be. <laughs> You're the host, Aaron. It's been going for four hours now. You guys have anything else to add? 
This has been a great ep- couple episodes. I got new pickups. I like I tried to talk about it three hours ago. <laughs> yeah, I got a what, chance to. What pickups did you get? I got okay. For what? Were you saying that? First of all, my pickups in my fellow's guitar I thought were out of phase. Mm-hmm. You thought they were out of phase. Phase. So I sent him back. He he converted. You're like these f- pickups are out of phase. They have phase <laughs> no more. No <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I gotta have faith. They're all and out of faith. As John Landgraf taught me, Jesus is coming soon, so we need to have <laughs> faith. Um, so I, I sent him back to Josh Spataro. Spataro, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know how you say his name. Spataro. Spataro. What's, the, what's his company called? Righteous Sound. Righteous Sound. So that's a, that's a company that made the, the wide range humbuckers in my fellow's guitar and also the the stacked the, the noise p90 in yeah. my equits guitar oh sick which i really like and so i had to send these pickups back to him and i kind of wanted to get some new pickups for my getty lee jazz bass because i really enjoy that guitar mm. but i like the way that p bass pickups sound better so if you can see he basically oh you can't really see the crack down the middle but basically he made me a p bass pickup in a jazz bass. Oh, cool. And I'm pretty. So it's, it's just like straight across then instead of. Staggered. Yeah. Instead of staggered. Exactly. So, but Let I'm pretty excited for it. What's that? Let me see that again. Cause I wasn't see looking the, the first time. Oh, that's cool. So you can see it has like the, the double pole pieces. Yeah. I guess the jazz bass has that. Free string. So I want to see yeah. that. That'll be cool. Show, show us again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Everybody you can see the wires coming out of the middle there. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try that out. Pretty excited. And so it's like back. two two separate coils then. Exactly. Nice. And uh and then yeah, he sent back my wide ranges, so I'm gonna install those. So I've been able to play my fellow's guitar for a little while, but um he <laughs> I asked him, like, so did they were they out of phase? I'm almost positive they were. He's like, ah, it didn't look like they were <laughs> according to everything I can make, which basically means like, no, they weren't you idiot. You know? Yeah. He was like <laughs> hesitant to tell me that. Cause you know, he's a nice guy. And, uh, <laughs> but he just converted into four wire so I can like reverse the phase if I want to. Oh, it was nice. just like a, it was just like a braided wire before, you know, like single conductor with shielded braid on it. So there's no way to invert the phase before so anyways so yeah i'm gonna install those now and see what they sound like he's they're wide range the ones in my other guitar yeah i just don't see those on his website so i wonder if they're like a limited thing or what he a lot of the stuff he does is custom but he used yeah. to work for lawler so he basically oh. made them just like lawler regals like that was very the cool goal it's cool or low that Ninja design. 90 is really cool. That's the oh. one that you have, right? Yes. But and mine's like... a chrome cover. Damn. So and cool. then I also got a clip on a stupid deal of the day. Mm. Check that crap out. <laughs> Ernie Ball clip on tuner. Oh, nice. Booyah. Got, got two of them. They were like 10 or 15 bucks each. That's too much. No, because they're nicer than the other ones. It's like 
I know I can get one for cheaper than that. But I can snark ones are like twenty five bucks. So what's that? The snark ones are like twenty five, aren't they? Yeah. So it's still cheaper. Especially the good ones. Like you can get, you know, like those reverb ones or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Those are like three dollars. Yeah, but they they don't pick up anything. They suck. Do you think you could um you do you think because you you suck get that Ernie Ball tuner built into an Ernie Ball volume pedal? Oh an EBV? Yeah. EBVGR. But then what percent, like what percent but don't EBV have it, are we talking about? Have it where it still only picks up vibration, so you have to like touch your guitar to the pedal <laughs> to tune. <laughs> no, yeah, it has like you have to jam your headstock down against yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> you gotta like tilt your guitar down. And- I still like I'm still <laughs> tempted by those Ernie Ball volume tuners. The Schnobletone ones? No, just the Ernie Ball ones. Oh, the one their ones. Did they ever come out? I don't know. That that makes me I, I'm pretty sure I mean I always saw them at NAM, but Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Here. Ernie Ball VP Junior tuner on Sweetwater for two hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh dang. It says in stock. I like how they're all black too. They look sleek. Yeah. You can get different colors. There's like a, a white and a silver and a There's red. There's a red one. I wonder if JHS peed his pants when he saw that. Probably. And they do, do you have... Remember, you're familiar with the seesaw, the JHS seesaw? No. Is that like this? So the JHS, yeah, the seesaw is like That was the mythical one that never that came out. They've been talking about for oh, that's years. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have all these prototypes that they've built and yeah, it never came out. That red one is pretty cool looking, though. It's Thief like all. Gear Slum Red. I know. Gear Slum Silver. Gear Slum Black. Gear Slum White. Oh, dude. We should all... We have enough money to order these. Just get <laughs> Each get a different color. But we still need more, so go hit up our Patreon. <laughs> we don't have enough money to order these. We are very poor. Yeah. Especially guys, we just bought we bought those Mustangs during this episode, so we we're did talk about that later. Did you actually get them all, or just you? I bought all three of them, yeah, <laughs> oh! and sent them to you. I put the order numbers in the doc. Awesome. Okay, so so we right. we definitely need to talk to Sean Licky Split. <laughs> yeah, let's get him on the horn. John, this is going to be fun. I'm excited about it. We could talk about it in the group. We could talk about it more on the podcast once we get the stuff in hand. Dude, I'm going to mount this freaking Ernie Ball clip-on tuner in mine. In it? <laughs> yeah. Dude, like route us a hole that will fit the tuner <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, slide it in. <laughs> the problem it is it has buttons on the side. Uh, uh, I could dude. have like a little finger cut out. <laughs> or you could route you could route a circle that is just on the edge of the body. Yeah. Well, Dude, I you think know what I'm going to do? I think I'm it has buttons on more than one side. Unfortunately. I'm going to cut out little holes like in the top horn by the strap, you know, uh-huh. and like fill it with some kind of foam with a slot in the middle and like use it as a pick holder built into the guitar. <laughs> That's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> is it a good one? No, it's debatable, but it exists. So it go check thing, out Incubus. It, it is Science. the thing I said. <laughs> Tell us what you think about it. Do some covers while you're at it. Duh. 
It's our album. Any month. Can we can we just say any Incubus song? Or does it? Yeah. Can, you can okay. say that, yeah. You can say whatever we want. Hey, thanks for friendship. Thanks for, thanks friendship. for friendship. Thanks for friendship.